This is the Steve Shriver Podcast, where entrepreneur, adventurer, and community activist Steve Shriver shares what he's learned on his journey so you can make it in business and make it good. The big topic for this episode. Today, we're going to talk about these fundamental elements of entrepreneurship for me. I don't know if they are the same for everybody. I think that we can all learn something from this list of seven. Maybe we'll come up with a couple more. We'll be right back. The Steve Shriver Podcast is brought to you by Ecolips, the original organic lip balm. Use the promo code PODCAST20 for 20% off your first order on Ecolips.com. Ecolips, all-natural organic lip balm. Deeply connected with nature, applying beneficial organic ingredients to better people's lives. A proud certified B Corp founded in 2003. Ecolips, spread the good. And spread the promo code PODCAST20 into that promo code box. It's good for 20% off your first order on Ecolips.com. Hey, 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 welcome to the Steve Shriver Podcast. I'm Steve Shriver, here to spread the gospel of entrepreneurship with you. Sitting in the studio with my buddy Andy. What's up, Steve? How are you? Andy Solhoff. I'm great, man. How are you? Man, it's been the best week ever. Best week ever. Win, 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 win. Fuck everything else. <laughs> win, 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 win. <laughs> take, take your punches and just be, be happy. Keep going. Let's get better. Before you got in the studio, I was playing that song by J-Rock, that win, 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 win oh, song. Oh, seriously? Yeah, that's right. So, sorry for the F word right off the bat, but you know, it is Friday. So. It's Friday. It's a great day for a podcast <laughs> recording. Let's go. Yes. So, uh, Andy, you're a, you're, a, you're a master marketer, entrepreneur. Um, we're, today, we're going to talk about these fundamental elements of entrepreneurship for me. And let me give you a little history on this. So when I was just starting out as an entrepreneur, I, I was getting asked to go to like speaking engagements. And, and so I was like, I, I would just go and say, oh, yeah, you know, I, I, made, I make lip balm and soap and I sell it to retailers. And, and it, my, I didn't have a flow to my speech, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so I hired somebody um, to help me kind of refine my, you know, my talking points. Yeah. And she was like, well, what, 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 what makes you an entrepreneur? What, what are the things about you that make you good at what you do? And so that was my homework assignment. And so I went, I went back and figured out this list of things. I don't know if the, and we're going to talk about them. I don't know if they are the same for everybody. Um, I think that we can all learn something from this list of seven. Maybe we'll come up with a couple more. Well, I think what I love about this list is that it's you're able to evaluate yourself as according to, to Steve Shriver, but you, the listener, being able to say, well, yes and, and no or yes yeah. and. Right, right. And so, uh, well, let's just jump into it. Let's do it. Okay, man. So number one um, is commitment. So, like, if you are going to do this entrepreneurial journey, if you're going to get into the startup world, if you're going to do something that is going to change your lives and the lives of others through work, jobs, innovation, whatever, you better be committed. Yep. Commitment, man. Yep. Very simple. But if you're not, you ain't going to win. Yeah. (laughs) If you don't commit. You can't have one foot on the boat and one foot on the dock. Right. And expect to go anywhere. Right, right. So you you got to commit to your your idea. 
you know, the challenge, the goals, you got to commit to your, you know, yourself, your family, your team. This is, this is big. Yeah. This is so big. It's fundamentally huge. I, I think, you know, I, I feel like I bring this up a lot, but we talk about don't start a business, start a movement. I think if you're starting something that you're passionate about and you know you want to do anyway, then you're going to be committed to it, right? If there's a right. if there's a mission, if there is a, you know, underlying sort of motivating factor to it, like it's it's easy to it's tough to be committed to, you know, uh selling lip balm, right. but it's easy to, for you at least to be committed to furthering the organic that's you a good way I mean? to look at it, yeah. Because you're committed yeah. to that. You're committed to that goal. That's a deep. That's a deep way to look at it, yeah. So even like, here's a here's a real simple example of commitment. Um, I have had business partners that, uh, when when it came time to sign for our loan, mm-hmm. um, and the bank said, "Oh yeah, by the way, we you got to sign your house away mm-hmm. as part of this, right?" Yep. Um, and they were like, "Well, shit, I don't." I don't want to lose my house over this business. And it's like, well, dude, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of part of the deal. Yeah. You got to, you know, if you're not willing to lose your house over the business, uh, you might not want to be in business. Yeah. When I'm thinking about this too, I think there's a lot of people with like side hustle things. And a lot of times people will ask you, I, I know I've heard you have mm-hmm. this conversation around like, okay, when do I need to quit my d- job and, mm-hmm. and m- quit my five to nine and make it my nine to five? Um, and maybe the answer to that is, is commitment. Like if you, right. if you can only be sort of half committed to something and it's a, a great side hustle and that, then that's a great thing. There you go. But if yeah. you, if you can't fully commit to it and say, this is what it is and feel, you know, have the peace of mind that that's yeah. going to be you know, yeah. in your best interest and in, in fulfilling for you and your life, then maybe just leave it as a side hustle. Dude, and you got to, yeah, right. It, that's that's a good way to look at it because I'm like, if you're going to do what I've done, you got to go all in. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm going all in every single time, and guess what? It has worked. Yes. And I haven't, I guess, you know, I did. There was a couple, you know, that I'll just bring up that B green again. It's like yeah. just dabbling in there. Yep. That was that didn't work. The carpet yep. cleaning business that failed. Yep. Yep. Which is probably so. fine if you've got somebody that is all in. You know That's what I mean? True. It's probably assessing yeah. the situation. But that that yeah. is goes to another point on the list. So I don't That's know. true. Okay, let's move on. Moving on. So commitment was number one. Um, and these aren't necessarily in order of ranking or anything like that, but um so this one, creativity. I, when I was I mean, I think it was more important early on when I was really just figuring out entrepreneurship and figuring out the path. I was like, the only way this is working for me is because I'm creative and I'm just figuring my shit out as I go. Yeah. There, the, the conversation that I had with this uh, Jan who helped me figure these out 20 years ago, um, I was like, literally, I'm, I'm thinking about business and, and, and how you know, when we start, when I started, uh, entrepreneurship was not a word. It wasn't cool. You, you know, um, you were looked at more of like a derelict and, in, in you know, and the Steve Shriver story, the story of a derelict. Right. Right. So, but I was telling her, I'm like, you know, as we're making soap and lip balm in our house and then we got our place and our friends are like, what the hell are these people doing? And, you know, um, 
what I realized, I was like, well, I, you know, I, I figured we all operate inside this box. And then and this was the big epiphany for me. It was just like, but in, so all these these confines of structure that we believe exist in society that are only allowing us to make mm-hmm. these decisions. Yes. That, you know, a certain way. And then I was like, screw the box, man. Yeah. There is no box. I mean, there's no box. I can do anything I want in this world, and I don't have to. I mean, you don't have to work the, a nine to five. You right. Don't have to go work for somebody necessarily. Right. And I can, if I, if I want to, um, you know, if I want to go, uh, you know, if I want to innovate a, we we made the first tree free box uh, in uh, for soap. It was the first box wow. that was that was made. It was not made of trees. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, it was. Uh, uh, I think it was hemp. We made the first box out of hemp. Awesome. And and it was just like we. Well, there's a literal box. I'm using a literal <laughs> box to explain <laughs> that. How you thought I, the, the box doesn't exist, but it does because we created it. Oh my god, that was completely unintentional. <laughs> but it was just thinking like, wait a minute, we don't need. And, and it, I can, you couldn't go to a box manufacturer right. and say, hey man, I want a box that's you can now, which is great. Yeah, probably multiple. But, Right. Yeah. But uh, back then we couldn't. And so we had to figure out how to, you know, work with a dye manufacturer and all this stuff. So anyway, creativity. I mean, just don't get there's always there's always a way to figure something out. It's even like deal structure. Um, you get two people, whether you've got a buyer and a seller of a business, a buyer and a seller of a product um, or even a, you know, a landlord leasing you something. And you guys are at you're at you're at odds. Right. And like, wait, I, I only want to pay five dollars a square foot versus six dollars a square foot and whatever and i only want a three-year term versus a five-year term there's always a way to get the deal done yeah if you want to get it done if you're committed to it mm-hmm. a yep. and then you're creative enough to make it work for both parties yep so yeah cre- creativity i love it i love it there's cool. no there's no com- one comp structure there's none of it i i love this and you know you can't get too caught up on this is the way that it has to be or anything like yeah. that just get creative and have fun with it right None of this. It's my way or the highway stuff, man. You can do any, any do anything you want. All right. Um, so this this next one, risk taking, take risks. This is a kind of a big deal, right? I mean, <laughs> we're we're talking about, um, you know, pushing your comfort zone, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone to take on a risk. I mean. Like we said, maybe it's maybe it's you know signing your house. Maybe it's signing for a loan. Maybe it's um, starting the uh, you know um, going taking that risk, quitting your job. Mm-hmm. But risk taking is a, a fact that you have to deal with. And we've talked in other episodes about like um, becoming really good at mitigating risks. Yep. But you can't master risk taking without taking risks. Yep. And 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 I know I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Like. You know, I just got back from this awesome ice climbing trip in Colorado, and and by doing things that are actually physically risky, like to where I'm I'm yes. literally risking my life to a certain degree, mm-hmm. it really makes this whole business thing seem pretty easy. Yeah, the risks I take in business are not—they're not, not going to kill me. Yeah. Well, and I think you you okay. You never say take you back. You've never uh, ice climbed before, right? Uh, you maybe you get a hold that you think is stable and you're 50 feet up or 70 mm-hmm. feet up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Boom, it breaks. Right. Oh, wow. 
what was about that hold that you thought was Ooh. not risky, right? You, you obviously, you, you kind of clamp in and you're, you're trying to, you know, pull right. yourself up because you, you saw a hold that you thought was not risky. Same thing in life and business, right? Yeah. Like you see a business thing that you think does not look risky and everything about it looks not risky, yep. but yep. you just, you had to climb that first climb to see yep. what worked and what, you know, got you up to the top of it. So I love all of yep. that. So, yeah. And I mean, even as, even like something small, like um, buying a piece of equipment or buying a printer or something that you need for your business, mm -hmm. like those are all little, little risks that you have to take that you hope are going to benefit you and you're going to get an ROI from. Yes. And they don't know it. Right. They just don't always work out that way. Right. You know? So, uh, yeah. So you got to get good at taking risks mm -hmm. and, uh, learn how to mitigate them. Okay. This next one, this is fun. All right. Cooperation. Really? Cooperation. Yes. I'm interested to know what 20 years ago Steve Shriver was thinking when you were talking about cooperation versus what do you think it means today? Yeah, that's a really good question. So, so for one, 20 years ago, it was like make as many friends as possible. And that still goes for today. Like absolutely make as many friends as possible and don't burn bridges. Um, the more people that you know that you get along with, the more opportunities that will present themselves to you and the more your business and your life will benefit. I mean, it's very simple networking. Yeah. But and, and now it's to the point where after, you know, doing this for as long as I have too, it's like, you know, who do I need to call mm -hmm. that uh, that can help me solve this problem? Yeah. Uh, because I have worked, I mean, really hard to not have very many enemies. Mm hmm. You know, like most people that I meet throughout my life are now my allies. Mm -hmm. So um, there's also this thing with uh, with like cooperating with with other businesses. So I used to think I, I, I call it cooperation, and I'm, somebody's <laughs> yeah. you know it's, yeah. I, I'm sure somebody's yep. written about it, but it, like cooperation. So we, um, I mean, in the past we have, for instance, gotten a hold of a um, a competitor and said, Hey, we can't afford the minimums on this unique ingredient mm -hmm. that we want to import. Yeah. But would you like to go in on it? Yeah. And it's like, we're going to obviously compete against each other right. with that product, but we, neither of us would really be able to do it without each other. Yeah. And so if we can, you know, you know, cooperate, um, that's, you know, that's a really good take on this because I think most people think about cooperation of like, Oh, well you've got your partners and you're like, you're cooperating and, and being a good team member for like your team. But mm -hmm. to know that you're thinking of it, like I'm cooperating with anybody. Right. If you can't, right. you know, if that's helping you get to what your goal is, it's let's just cooperate. Let's figure yeah. it out. And, uh, and it's tough though. It's really tough because like now, like back then I'm like, you know, it was almost like when I, when 20 years ago, it was like, I want to cooperate with them or with, other businesses because I think it would benefit me possibly greater than it would benefit them. Now I'm a little bit more standoffish with competition. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, I wouldn't say, I mean, on a local level, like we, you know, with SoCo, we're co cooperating with, you know, other retailers, yeah. you know, for instance, the, the running store and the bike shop and we're doing stuff together, mm -hmm. even though we, there is some overlap in what we sell, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, but when it comes to, you know, like, you know, eco lips and getting bigger and, yeah. you know, we're probably doing less of that. Although, um, we do, uh, 
manu- we have contract manufacturing, mm-hmm. and sometimes we create an innovation that we will sell to a contract manufacturer. Yeah, to, well, or to a client. Yeah. yeah, and we don't put it in our own brand. You know, and really? that's yeah. So if it just doesn't seem like a good fit, and it seems like a really good fit for them, mm-hmm. we do it. Yeah. So we're still cooperating. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Cool. Okay. Next one. Flexibility. All right. So I'm, I almost didn't want to bring this one up, but why? Well, again, it was that it's like the 20, 20 years yes. ago. Yes. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> the reason the first time I surfed and this is, this is like the best analogy I could come up with of why you want to be flexible and nimble. Like the first time I surfed, I was like, okay, I can, I can see, I, I see the, the weight coming. I'm going to, I'm paddling. I see it. I'm going to catch it. And then man, once I catch it, I'm going to, I'm going to ride it. I'm going to ride it over to the right, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought I could dictate what I was going to do when I ah. caught the wave, yeah. but really the wave took me the direction yes. it wanted to. Yeah. So I had to be flexible in how I rode that wave. Yes. And I'm not even like a good surf. I mean, obviously, probably not even using the right <laughs> terminology. Iowa, right, yeah. But <laughs> right, we're in Iowa. But but it was kind of like like no matter like you can't predict every single challenge that will come your way, and so you shouldn't even expect to execute mm-hmm. it perfectly. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna need to be ready to be like, oh shit, somebody didn't show up for work today, um, or we didn't get that sale, or we lost that customer, or you know. Things are going to happen. Yeah. And you're going to have to react to it. Yep. Yeah. So, I don't know. What do you think about that? I mean, I love the the surfing analogy because, like, I think inherent in, in a lot of entrepreneurs is, like, you you think you control your own destiny to a, to a large extent. Um, and that I think that's absolutely true. Like, I, you know, think you do control. But there's always going to be this aspect where you're not in control, and that's probably a good thing because yep. there's been some sort of, grace of the universe of god of whatever right that's like something screwed up and you know door closed window open kind of situation and you know what you're not in 100 percent control you can yeah. you control the inputs right you control your effort and attitude and and all that kind of stuff but well covid is a great example of that yes. i mean I, I no matter how many things i had lined up going for me before this it in everybody mm-hmm. before the pandemic happened and it's like Oh, yeah, this is here now. Yes. And we have to adapt. Yeah. So I think uh, that's it in so many different ways, especially now, like the ripple effects that we're seeing, um, you know, seeing on like used car market and in the new car market and all that kind of stuff like it may. And I don't I don't know if it maybe it's just a perception now, but it seems like that people thought that maybe they had a little more of a handle on how thing was how things were going in the world right. before the pandemic that have that has now like well a pandemic is a thing that right. can shut down the world even though it happened 100 years ago um, but i think that the, that level of flexibility because of the pandemic mm-hmm. is something that's now yeah. re-ingrained in everybody because of everything that's you going on. right right we all just were, were like oh okay now we have to deal with this and we're going to have to pivot left right straight boom or stop doing what we're doing or reinvent that supply chain connection or whatever mm-hmm. yeah crazy man crazy yeah okay uh next up acumen this is everything that we talk about on the show 
all the time. This is about the books we're reading. This is about getting better at what we do. This is the art of practicing business, getting better at it. Because uh, and you said it when we were warming up here. You were, you know, it's like none of none of this stuff matters yeah. if you're not yeah. getting better at yeah. running the business. Yeah, I, th- I think there's a certain level of acumen that's like if you're going to be a really successful entrepreneur, uh, you one, you have to have some level of acumen. Like for you early on, it was probably just that Andrea had a really great recipe for organic mm-hmm. lip balm, right? So you had yep. that acumen and you probably had a lot of areas of deficiency as it relates to finance and whatever. But over the course of time, you've developed acumen in more and more areas yep. that have... Working on, you know, the finance piece, the business strategy piece, just the, you know, yeah, overall, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, finance is huge yeah that's, that's the major thing we were lacking back then that we we now have mm-hmm. but you're totally right man and you just you even though it's i mean you you might never master it because there's always going to be uh you know something new to learn but you got to work hard on on trying to master it yeah. um I, I think as i'm as we're talking this out I, I really think that to be encouraging to like our audience around like you, know, you don't have to be perfect at everything before you start. You don't have to have mm-hmm. all the green lights before you, you know, leave your right. house. But I think having enough acumen in one area and, you know, the self-confidence or the commitment to know that you can take that level of acumen in whatever it is yep. and leverage it into a business that can there you go. take that next step. And if that next step is like getting your first sale, you know what I mean? If you've got the recipe for whatever and you want to make your first sale, like, okay, go yep. do it. Um, but then like always self-assessing, like, where are you in acumen as it relates to, you know, production or, you know, operations of your, of your business and, you know, get better, cooperate yep. with people that are around you to absolutely to develop man. the acumen you need to, to get to that, whatever that next goal. Next right. Step is. And it, 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 interestingly enough, I mean, that you just reminded me like, that's part of the cooperation piece too, you know? Um, and, and, you know, we're ending, it makes me think that you know, the idea of, uh, like the fact that leadership is not on this list. Yeah. It probably should be. Yeah. But leadership is also something that, I mean, a good leader is going to know how to mitigate risk going to probably be creative, cooperate, have a certain level of flexibility and acumen. I I think there's some, some underlying ones that maybe we haven't necessarily talked about as, as it relates to like, like leadership and communication and Mm -hmm. like vision. Right. I mean, are probably on those, but they're a little bit more, like you say, uh, I thought. I mean, it feels a little bit more, more cl- cliche if we're talking about. We can, we those are yes. important. Yes, and we can talk about them. But like this being, you know, this is the the DNA of the Steve Shriver entrepreneurship train, and mm-hmm. uh, that's what we're talking about today. So the last one is uh, perseverance. Perseverance, and this is like again why I love climbing mountains, and because you know I'll whether it's a four week expedition or a 12 hour little, you know, climb or something, it's like, um, you have to persevere. Mm -hmm. You have to stick with it. You can't give up. Um, it's just as simple. It's just like, just train yourself to be strong, resilient, and keep moving forward towards your goal. Yeah. I simple. I think, I mean, it is, but I think going into whatever, I mean, life in general with that mentality that you're like strong enough, I think when, uh, texted you the other day. I was like, you know, do you ever feel like that, you know, life, you're just in a boxing match and right. you're just taking <laughs> hit after hit after hit. And right. you're like, 
yep. man. And, and for me, I you know, just try to say to myself, like, I, I got this. Like, I'm going to yep. kind of get through all this because, I mean, what choice is there? You know what I mean? But just to right. get through it. But, you, yeah, and, and it's something that you can build a tolerance up to. You can, I mean, get better at perseverance. I mean, whether it's, you know, on the physical side from, you know, getting stronger, working out, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. But also on the mental side, being mentally tough and preparing yourself for that daily entrepreneurial battle that you're going to enter in mm-hmm. every day and get yeah you're going to take some punches uh and you're going to dull a feel out but you know hopefully you end up um you know being able to be successful on the tail end of it yeah yep I yeah love it. I crazy love it. man so persevere so so uh i'll just rattle these off commitment creativity taking risks cooperation flexibility acumen and perseverance stick with it don't give up this is the steve shriver podcast thank you for listening have a great week the steve shriver podcast is brought to you by ecolips the original organic lip balm use the promo code podcast 20 for 20 percent off your first order on ecolips.com Keep up with the show at steveshriverpodcast.com and the Steve Shriver Podcast on Facebook.